Thank you again for tuning in to another podcast episode. Um, this episode is going to be a deeper episode where we actually dive deep within the shadows. So if you aren't feeling up for a podcast that dives deep un- into like a really anxious shadow, then this might not be the podcast for you to tune into right now. But for this podcast episode, I'm going to be breaking down my anxiety and I've never really acknowledged my anxiety and I know it's based off of a trauma response um, but it's so interesting how we do that to our bodies and to ourselves. Um, Before I dive deeper into it, I want to give us a second to just breathe into our bodies because our bodies are a roadmap of what we need what we're where we're going and any symptoms that arise are meant to be acknowledged within the body so i'm just gonna take a second and i think we all should just take a second to be with ourselves in this present moment i encourage you to lay down sit down just take a silent second to be with your body And to listen to what your body needs. Maybe you need a drink of water or you need to grab a blanket or maybe you need to eat something. Maybe you need to take a second to journal out any thoughts if you are trying to distract your mind in any way, shape, or form. (sighs) Just taking a few deep belly breaths. So, within the past couple months, I have been met with resisting the urge to feel my anxiety. And there was one season of my life, I think it was like really around middle school, where I had such severe anxiety. And I felt it throughout my whole body, and it really did affect my day-to-day life but I know that for me my anxiety was caused by the environment that I was in in that moment and in that time in my life and what was going on around me and everywhere I looked was very chaotic to my body and it didn't feel safe and I know for me anxiety whenever it arises within my body It's my body notifying me that there's been a trigger or I feel triggered and I don't feel safe. And so oftentimes when I do feel that pit in my stomach and I do feel that tightness within my shoulders and within my chest, I will sometimes gaslight myself to not feeling those emotions. I will simply tell myself, well, get over it you're safe. What are you talking about? You're, this is an anxiety. And I would, or now I do this, where I tell my body, like, that's not true. I don't have anxiety. 
when really it was that past version of myself who felt that fear because their environment was so deeply chaotic and they couldn't be within their body. They had to dissociate from that experience. And now when certain triggers arise, like I hear a slamming of the door or I hear someone yelling or I hear someone crying or screaming, I feel that pit and it's my body almost wanting to escape itself. And I I know that that is my anxiety. And just the uncertainty of life, whether I'm driving somewhere or I'm going somewhere new, this urge within me arises telling me that it's not safe. And in my day-to-day life, when I feel those urges, it's that past version of me telling my body, like, I need acknowledgement, like, right now. And everybody is different. Everybody needs different things. But you're body is unique and we all need to remember that we have individual needs and each individual need is as equally important and I now lie here and I realize that that need within my body where I just need to take a second tell my body what are you feeling and give myself permission to feel it giving my body a permission to just be there and feel into that tightness, that uncomfortable feeling. Because a lot of the time when us as a society of people feel something within our bodies that don't feel, that doesn't feel happy or joyous or excitement, we often neglect or push away those emotions like sadness If somebody feels like they're urged to cry, they might try to hold in those tears so they don't come off a specific way to other people. And so we hide those intense, heavy emotions within our bodies and we push them and we keep them hidden within our body and within our vessels. And that resistance can create physical manifestations of illnesses as we continue to grow and it's just so interesting to observe the body and anxiety depression a cold illness they're all symptoms of something within ourselves that we just didn't acknowledge before and like i was saying our bodies are a roadmap our bodies tell us what we need And for a long time, I felt triggered when other people brought up that they had anxiety because I spent so long convincing myself that I didn't have anxiety anymore. Because if I told myself, you have anxiety, like it's okay to have anxiety, I would be confirming a part of myself, confirming a shadow and identifying with the shadow that I spent years trying to overcome. And that was a really hard realization that I came to literally last night. And it was painful and it was really emotional. And I felt like I grieved that aspect of myself because I am ashamed of my shadow. And I think everyone is to some aspect unless they've actually like sat with that version of themselves and like told that version of themselves like that's okay. You know, everyone has triggers 
And that really is just a part of being human. But the thing is, are you willing to sit with that trigger and observe that trigger and acknowledge it? And for me specifically, in order for me to acknowledge my trigger, sometimes I have to identify with it first. With anxiety, when people would say, like I was saying before, I have anxiety, I would shut down because I was like, but I don't identify with that. But some part of myself did identify with having anxiety. And I just never spent the time acknowledging that version of myself, which was really hard. And I also realized that our ancestors have anxiety. Uh, my mom had a lot of anxiety. My grandma had anxiety. My grandpa had anxiety. And it runs within my lineage. And things that your parents didn't acknowledge will get passed down to you. And we all have different ways of um, really acknowledging that part of ourselves and it can be really hard and sometimes things that happen to your parents won't get passed down to you because they kind of stopped that pattern even if they didn't realize that they stopped that pattern and I know for me anxiety runs within my lineage and it runs within my ancestral DNA and I know that anxiety is simply just a term for not feeling safe. That's what I acknowledge it to be. So as I sit here, I think that like my mom, she never felt safe within her body. And my uncle, he never felt safe within his body and so on and so on and so on. And now as I acknowledge that, that's the first step to healing it is uncovering the keys that lie within yourself. Because no one else could have told me this. No one else could have come to this same realization that I was able to come to in this specific unique way. And I realize now that I have those keys, that anxiety to, to me means that I'm not safe within my body. And now I will hold that. I will say it into the, I will say it out loud and I will feel it within my body. Now, where do I feel that I'm not safe? For me, I feel it in my sacral, within my womb, within my stomach, within my gut. And it's to me, symbolizes that my anxiety is too intertwined, too much intertwined with my intuition. And it can get overwhelming with what is which. And so now I have to depict, well, what is my anxiety and what is my intuition? What is my knowing? So my anxiety is attached to my ego, which is telling me that this will happen this specific way. You will get hurt. That is unsafe. And it is very fear-based. While my intuition is linked to my higher self, which is linked to love and clarity and understanding that everything that happens to me is for a divine plan so there's that polarity that i can easily identify within my body what is fear and what is love to me i know that there is this distinct difference in those two energies one is light and one is heavy and that's an easy depiction with depicting with what is anxiety and what is intuition and 
So that helps me anchor a little bit more within my body with understanding that I'm safe. Because now if an event comes along and my body feels heavy and tight, I remember like, was this my anxiety or is this my intuition? Which helps. But besides that, what I was saying before was that I punished myself whenever I felt anxious because that past version of myself was anxious and I kind of pushed that version away. I swept her under the rug and whenever those emotions did arise again and she was like creeping out of the rug and she was trying to crawl back and yell at me to acknowledge these emotions, this intensity within my body, I would again push her under the rug which created more dust underneath the rug. And when you are acknowledging a shadow aspect, you don't have to pull out the whole rug and you don't have to uncover everything all at once. You can simply uncover a little bit and and acknowledge that. And then you can uncover a little bit more when you're ready and acknowledge that part. And I think when it comes to acknowledging these heavy shadows, we feel forced that we have to uncover all of it all at once and that's why it can become so overwhelming and overbearing and so heavy. But it's really, it doesn't have to be that heavy. It doesn't have to be all of that emotion. Um, but growing up, I felt that feeling sadness and feeling depression and feeling anxiety and observing it in my environment, observing my mom having all those intense emotions, I was scared. I was scared to feel those because I thought, well, if I feel those, they're going to turn into that high intensity. And I knew from observing it, observing my family feeling all of these emotions and observing how unaligned they were, it scared me. And I associated anxiety with bad and negative. And something I've been thinking about lately is we, as humans, identify bad and good experiences, like a prairie. But nothing is actually bad and nothing is actually good unless you give it that label. Everything is simply an experience. And so if I was walking around and I stubbed my foot, My ego would identify that as a bad, horrible experience. But it's really just an experience because who's to say that me stubbing my foot led to me meeting someone amazing? Because every experience is linked to a new pathway. And who's to say me losing my water bottle is a bad experience because let's say I go buy a new one and I meet someone fabulous, and I have this whole beautiful relationship with them. Me losing my water bottle could have been a good experience. So me labeling anxiety as this bad negative thing created this bigger shadow. And now I'm trying to realize that living this human experience isn't a bad or a good thing. It's literally just an experience. And... It's so interesting just feeling all those polarities. But now in my day-to-day life, moving forward at least, I'm going to really try to sit with my anxiety. And 
I know older generations, they have a hard time speaking up about their mental illnesses. And for me, growing up and witnessing a bunch of mental illnesses, it was, like I was saying, kind of scary. And it was intense for my body to handle. And that's why I now neglect some of those within myself, some of those symptoms. Because I'm scared to see if it could be linked to something different and all the different things that come with those. But I also now know that when you don't acknowledge something, it does become bigger over time and adds up and adds up and adds up until it does bubble over. So it is good to acknowledge things in the present moment when they do arise if you have the opportunity to acknowledge them. Because taking care of yourself shouldn't be a chore. It really shouldn't. It should be an opportunity. And our egos make it become a chore while our higher self sees it as a beautiful lesson and an opportunity. And so just sitting here and before I did this, started this podcast episode, I took a second to meditate and I realized that um, my ancestors often, they felt all of the emotions that I'm feeling now and how when you just sit and meditate, you really just get this download of information and a lot of people see meditation as kind of clearing out your subconscious mind, but what's also interesting is clearing out your subconscious mind and giving yourself that outlet to do so with meditation as you're sorting through unconscious beliefs and like unconscious subconscious situations within your mind you're left with like a few little keys here and there that help you unlock what you sat down to meditate for um but before this podcast episode i sat down and i meditated about where I felt anxiety within my body, how it felt within my body, and what it was deeply linked to. And for me, it was deeply linked to the mother wound. And I have a friend who, to me, really reflects that mother wound and reflects the triggers that come along with that. And some days I would find myself like avoiding specific conversations revolving around this and revolving around this specific person but I also realized that when you avoid a person or you avoid a situation you're also avoiding connecting deeper with yourself and that was a really big realization I had about like earlier this week because I just found it to be such a pivotal point when looking at my map like my internal map of my body. Literally, like whatever you're avoiding doing is the blockage that is blocking you from connecting deeper within yourself. And for me, that was anxiety. And before this podcast episode, I haven't talked and said the word anxiety this many times over and over and over again. And for a long time, I wanted to convince myself that anxiety wasn't a word I I wanted to completely get it out of my dictionary and I wanted to maybe replace it with a more safe word um but doing that also um 
kind of ignored the heaviness that anxiety was to my body and now I'm giving myself the opportunity to kind of play around with the word and give myself the opportunity to play around with what actually I see it as and if you feel a similar way about anxiety I encourage you to maybe draw a picture on what anxiety looks like for you does it look like a swirling tornado in a field of flowers maybe it looks like a house burning down and no one's there to put it out so it's very it's very much a practice and to uncover some hidden subconscious and unconscious keys and breathing through it breathing through all the heaviness that comes up with these conversations that you have with yourself because it is very interesting and it is very groundbreaking and it is very nourishing to the body also wanted to drop a couple of journal prompts that I will be journaling out and that I've journaled out in the past, um, but here are a few good journal prompts for acknowledging your shadow revolving around anxiety and what anxiety is really directly linked to and how you can work through it in a loving way. So one of the first ones is when do I not feel safe within my body and what triggers me to not feel safe within my environment and try to make it a really unique trigger and try to write it in a way where it's very personal to you based off of childhood events and this obviously this specific journal prompt is gonna dive deeper within the shadow so give yourself time and make sure the environment that you're writing in is safe and it feels good to you and then another journal prompt now the opposite of that is what makes you feel safe what environment makes you feel heard seen and gently cared for another journal prompt that dives deeper within this is when's the first time i felt this anxiety where do i feel it within my body and what do I identify anxiety with? What do I link it to? Those are all really good journal prompts. And then other things that can coexist with those journal prompts to kind of lessen the heaviness of them are what makes me feel safe, like we talked about before, or what environment do I feel the safest in? Where do I feel the most heard, seen, and valued? And what people make me feel most heard, seen, and valued. As So when you do feel anxiety within your body, you can flip through back to those pages and they can help you ground back within yourself and remember what makes you feel good. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. It was a little bit more chaotic as it was me more so unpacking and kind of following my triggers like breadcrumbs and I hope that they, this podcast helped you do the same and I hope that these journal prompts at the end really helped you and will help you but I'll write them down in the little link below in the description box so you can actually physically see them right now. 
But I'm sending you so much love and I'm sending you so much healing love on your journey. And if you ever need someone to connect to deeper, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Luca underscore love underscore 44. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.